Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Alicita, who's on the line. Good morning, Good morning, Yvonne. Happy Wednesday to you. Are you asking for prayer for your neighbor? No, my neighbor. 
Your nephew? Yeah. Okay, we certainly will. Thank and you. my chicken, Marla. <laughs> okay. Prayer for her, my, her nephew, which is my son, Michael. I was, I was going to ask for a prayer request, too, so I might as well jump in and say this for me and Yvonne. Praying for my son, Michael. And um, he's really sick, you guys. He's been sick for the past week. So please just keep him lifted. And me, too, whatever he's having, and he done. Hey, he got my throat so, so sore. Yeah. So pray for us, please. Thank you, Yvonne. My sister always. Is, thank you, sister. I love you. Yeah, she's so sweet. Okay, yes, I, yes. I got it down. Prayer for um, Mona's nephew, but your son, his name is Michael, and he's he's been pretty sick. Yes, yes. Okay, and then also. Okay, and then also for you too, Mona. You said you were you've been feeling under the yeah, weather too. I, I feel my throat. Yeah, and stuff coming. Yeah, so please keep me lifted too. Okay. All right. Thank you. You're Good morning, it's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Good morning. Happy Wednesday to you. Thank you so much. Please keep me in the, your prayers. Okay, we certainly will. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Good morning, Sister Lisa. Happy Wednesday. God bless everyone on the call. Hey, hey, I have a prayer request, please. Hey, hey. Oh, okay, hold I on just it. one moment. I'm uh, okay. still right. <laughs> Thank you, though. Okay. Uh, okay, I'm ready. Sorry about that. Okay, just pray for my auntie Gloria. I got mentioned her name last week. She did the surgery. It was successful. Successful. So I'm thanking God. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, the next one is for my grandson, my children. Next court date is January uh, the 11th. They dropped one of the charges. I'm thanking Jesus again. Thank you, Lord. And then I took a flu shot yesterday, and I feel terrible. So I hear God to give me strength. Uh, yeah, seems like I'm catching up. Uh, yeah, so I'm just asking God to lift me up and keep me get up. <laughs> Certainly will. Okay. Yeah. And then you said your son, Martel, um, he has another. My grandson. Court. My grandson, Martel. His, yeah, we went. And so they dropped one of the charges, but we have to go back on the 11th. Okay. January 11th. Yeah. Next year. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. You have a great day. You're so welcome. And uh, you have a wonderful day as well. Good morning, it's Miss B. I have a praise report. Okay, I'm ready. Went, Good morning, Miss B. Good morning. All went well with the court yesterday. Praise the Lord. Wonderful. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Good morning. Happy Wednesday, Brother Michael. Good morning, Brother Michael. Happy Wednesday to you. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. This is Joyful. Good morning, Joyful. Happy Wednesday. Is there anyone else that would like to say good morning before we begin the hosting? 
Okay, at this time, I'm going to ask everyone to please place your phones on mute, and we'll begin the hosting. Good morning, everyone. My name is Valuable Valacita, and I'm your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Be sure to join us during the month of December, where our monthly theme is entitled Friendship. Each declare will focus on the importance and value of friendship, encouragement, compassion, kindness, forgiveness, and love for one another. Make sure you invite a friend so they can be blessed as well. There are two announcements today. Today is the day that Declare Victory Fast for anything that you may be believing the Lord for. If you'd like to join in, push back your plate or something that you spend a lot of time doing and offer this time to the Lord in prayer. We will be fasting all day until 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time when we'll call back into the same phone number and have a quick closing prayer. Second, we would like to offer you an opportunity to put God first in the area of your finances. Our mission at Declare Victory is to offer sound declarations based on biblical truths along with prayer during the week and outreach participation to serve our communities in need. Will you partner with Declare Victory by giving to support our mission? There are three ways to give. You can give at declarevictory.org or through PayPal at paypal.me forward slash declarevictory or through Cash App at dollar sign I Declare Victory Now. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. We have some spoken prayer requests. The first one is from Yvonne and Mona, um, asking for prayer for Yvonne's nephew, but Mona's son, Michael. He's been very sick, so we're just going to pray for healing for him. We also want to lift up Mona, who also hasn't been feeling well. Susie is asking for us to continue to pray for her. Sister Lisa has a praise report, her Auntie Gloria's surgery was very successful. Um, She's also asking for prayer for her grandson, Martel. Um, One of the charges was dropped, but he does have another court case, I believe she said in January. So we'll pray for him. And then she also took the flu shot yesterday and she's been feeling really sick. So we're going to pray for healing for her. And then Miss B has a praise report. All went well with court yesterday. So That's awesome. Praise God. The order of the call is as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Sonia. Declaration will be brought by Dion. Then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by the declare. I'll repeat the order. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Sonia. Declaration by Dion. And then closing comments hosted by the declare. The scripture for today is from Proverbs chapter 27, verse 17. Iron sharpens iron, and one man sharpens another. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you please place your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to Sonia. Have a blessed day.
Morning, Dollar Sita. Um, Sonia isn't able to pray. I wanted to see if um, Joyful, you're available, or if uh, or if um, Lisa's on. If not, I'll just go ahead and jump in. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. God, we bless you. We bless you. We bless you. We bless you. Thank you for this morning. We thank you for the rising of the sun to the going down of the same. Your name is worthy of the praise, the glory, and the honor. We thank you for who you are and who you have been in our lives. We thank you, God, and thank you doesn't even seem to be enough for everything that you've done for us, God. The air that we breathe, the way that we are able to talk, the feeling that we have, God, in our bodies, the way that we're able to move, the way that we're able to think, the way that we're able to make decisions and choices. Father, you've been there for us. Um, even when we haven't even been there for ourselves, you have just been amazing, incredible, altogether lovely. And you love us in spite of ourselves unconditionally. You've been a good, good father. You've been closer than a friend. You have taught us about being a friend. You've shown us who we are and you still love us. You've taught us how to love ourselves and yet still teaching us. Thank you for being a good, good father. Thank you for being a good friend. Thank you for being everything that we need you to be. And thank you for being what we don't even know that we need. You've been there and you've been that. Thank you, God, for never turning your back on us. Thank you for loving us with an unconditional love that surpasses our expectation. Thank you for showing us what unconditional love looks like. Thank you for taking us out of religion and bringing us into relationship and showing us how to kill and crucify those dead things, how to unlearn those things that aren't pleasing before you. For those that taught us, the things that God weren't right, we pray for them, that they would come out of religion, that they would see, that their eyes would be open, that they would stop perpetuating, God, the things that kept us bound and that are keeping people bound. We thank you for liberty and setting us free. We thank you that whom the Son is set free is free indeed. We thank you that we can walk in that liberty where Christ set us free. And we thank you that as we walk with you, you call us friends. We bless you, God. We thank you, God, that things may not be perfect in our lives, but they are so much better than they were. We thank you, Father, that we may not be, some of us, where we desire to be, but God, you didn't leave us in the dirt. You didn't leave us down and out. And for those that think that they are, God, all we have to do is look up. We thank you for hiding us in a secret place, for hiding us in the shelter of you, the Almighty, for taking us out of the muck and miry, God, for allowing us to see that we can be all that you created us to be for acknowledging the truth of who we used to be, but no longer are we bound and stuck and blind. God, thank you for creating us again and making us new creatures in you, Christ Jesus. We thank you for life and life more abundant. We thank you for the ability to speak things that be not as though they were. We thank you that our minds are being renewed and transformed to the image of Christ. We are being conformed to your image and not our own. We thank you that we can declare and, and decree things in our lives. We thank you that we have the ability, the authority, and the responsibility, God, to walk in a way and a manner that's pleasing before you. God, we declare your glory in this earth as the waters cover the seas. God, thank you for showing us your power and then telling us we have the same ability to 
speak, God, life into dead situations. So we speak life into every dead situation around us, life into our homes, into our families, into our relationships, into our friendships, Father. We thank you that we can value friendships and that we can have long-lasting friendships. And we also recognize that everyone's not a friend, God, that people we call friends are just merely associates or comrades. God, help us to put people in proper places, but to love in spite of whatever and whatever season that we might encounter them in. God, we just thank you. We thank you for an all of understanding. You said in all of our getting to get an understanding, God, we thank you for wisdom and knowledge on how to apply those things that you show us. We thank you for discernment on how to move around and who we're moving around with, Father. We just bless you. We thank you, God, for Lisa and her praise report for her grandson. And, God, thank you for that upcoming case, God, for everyone else that had prayer requests and concerns, God, for Moxie and um, for, um, for, for Yvonne and for, for Moxie's son who's not feeling well. I thank you that you are Jehovah Rapha, the Lord God that heals and that you are well able to do exceedingly above so we don't have that ask you, but we already know. So we thank you for his healing in advance, and thank you for healing Mona in advance. And we, God, do what they did in the Bible. You sent forth your word, and it heals. So we send it forth, allowing it to be dispatched as your angels are um, responsible for watching over your word to make sure that it does not return unto you, boy. So by your stripes, they are healed in the name of Jesus. And we thank you for it already being done in Jesus' name. God, we just bless you for that. We thank you, God, for the other prayer request for Susie. We lift her up to you. God, thank you for renewing her mind. Thank you for strengthening her in her inner man. Thank you, God, for giving her peace and joy. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for the fruit being manifested in her life on a consistent and regular basis. Thank you for reminding her of who she is in you so that she can walk in peace, God, and not be double-minded and unstable. We thank you and pray that for every single born-again believer that we come into the truth of who we are according to the truth of your word so that we can see the manifestation of what you've already said according to you, God. Thank you. We bless you. Forgive me, God, for not writing down the other prayer requests, but you already know what every single one of us stands in need of. And we come into agreement, Father. We walk into agreement with each other that it's already done according to your word, which you already wrote down about us. Help us to be steadfast, Father, to be unmovable, to always abound in your work, knowing that our labor in you is not in vain, knowing that we're not here for our own agenda, our own purpose, but we are here as your body to do your bidding, to do your agenda, for your will to be done, for your kingdom to come, and we're doing it as friends, we're doing it as family, we're doing it as your body. So as we take our phones off of mute, we come together and we make our petitions known before you, but you already know what we have need of, and so we just thank you and we bless you, but we know, God, that you are well able, that you are able, God, so we say thank you, we bless you, and we exalt your name high above our situations. Come on, you guys. Take your phones off mute. High above our problems. We exalt um, you, God. Yes, you, God. Above the situation, above the show. And we just say thank you. And some people may not feel like it, God, but this is when we offer up a sacrifice of praise, meaning it doesn't matter. This too your past. This thing came to pass. And as we're going through your life, you would have trials and tribulations. But you're 
We set our faces towards you like a flint, and we will not be moved, God. We will not come down off the wall. We will continue to build, Father. We will continue to add to your kingdom daily in the name of Jesus, forgetting about our stuff as you take care of all of that. We thank you for friendship. Ready our hearts so that we can learn. Steady ourselves so that we can grow. Pour into Tiana so that she can empty out, that we can receive. We bless you, God, as you bless her, and we're ready. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' name, as I pass the call. Well, good morning, God morning, great morning, and happy Wednesday to each of you. This stands as a sound check before I go any further. Can someone just chill? Can you text me and let me know? Um, I got a headset on. I just want to make sure I'm not cloudy or choppy. I'll wait. Amen. I'm good. Awesome, awesome. Well, good morning, guys. Happy Wednesday. Um, it is absolutely, uh, um, and and I'll, I'll say this um, with a little bit of influx on it. We are nearing the end of the year. It will be a great Wednesday to fast, even if you hadn't planned to. Um, it'll help with clarity and understanding going into. The new year. So, as always, we extend the invitation for you to join us for uh, our weekly fast. Um, but this week, I suggest um, that you do it with intentionality and and ask for steps before the year begins, so that God can give you uh, an action plan and perhaps even supernatural intel into the next season of your life. Uh, that he would get great glory out of your life. It, uh, uh, as we are approaching the last couple of weeks of the year, um, I'm excited. I am grateful. I am thankful. Um, I am, um, sitting in the seat of expectation. Um, I am being intentional and deliberate, even about my quiet, um, about finding space and time as we approach um, our gala. I'm excited as pieces are starting to come together. Um, and even as I got all my confirmations yesterday with regard to whether or not Bishop Ross would be able to not just be here, um, but we will probably have a supernatural service with Bishop Ross and Philip Watson simultaneously, that's going to be bananas um, that following Sunday evening um, on, on my actual birthday. What uh, I'm talking about a prophet to all prophets. I'm talking about uh, <laughs> a deliverance to the 10th power. Listen, I'm so excited about um, God even aligning things uh, to that great degree in my favor. Um, it is very humbling. 
Um, but I pray that everyone under the sound of my voice, and this is not just for uh, Declare Victory folks, this is for us. This is for the body of Christ. This is for kingdom citizens. And um, like I said, it's going to be bananas. Um, my baby is going to be able to stay until after my event um, or our event. It's not even my event if I just keep it 100. Um, and I'm really grateful that I'll, I'll be able to have all of my children there, uh, my mother there, and prayerfully my siblings as well. I'm still working on that. Y'all be in prayer with me. <laughs> um, but I'm excited, you guys. I'm excited to see you, to um, connect with you. We are waiting for our confirmation for our violinist um, for the evening as well. But everything is everything is coming together. Um, I, I want you all to have an amazing time. I want to honor you um, just for um, being a part of my life and um, helping me to be and do all that God has called me to be and to do. And yeah, we're going to have an amazing time. All right, enough of that. We've been dealing with friendship uh, for the last several days. Um, you guys have to know that repetition um, not only breathes revelation, but also produces implementation. This morning's share is going to be peculiar. It kind of blows my mind how God um, gives me what to say and how he gives me to say it. But this uh, was a lot for me. And I, I'm, I'm assuming Holy Spirit is going to put it together because uh, I didn't understand all the components. Um, I am gleaning as I share with each of you this morning. Um, I'm not even going to tell you what I'm talking about just yet. Um, I'm going to walk you through a couple of different processes because at the end of the day, we know that uh, practicality and life application conversations really assist with revelation and deliverance. It's a journey. It's a process. It doesn't happen overnight unless God supernaturally superimposes the power of the Holy Spirit upon you until you actually get it. Um, Matthew, the 13th chapter, talks about seeing, uh, but but still not seeing, hearing, but having no understanding. Uh, my prayer is that your understanding would be enlightened in such a way uh, that you embrace things that others flee from, that you would reject things that uh, many embrace, and that you would have the ability to discern the difference in uh, the two lanes and or veins, if you will. Um, I, I remember uh, very specifically um, in 2002, maybe 2003, um, when the Lord began to uh, work on my heart with regard to having the capacity to release things that were familiar. We're still talking about friendship. Um, being able to, uh, for the good of the next move or the next process or the next outcome. Um, I, I, if you know anything about me, I, I, I don't harbor things. I am probably what you would consider a minimalist. 
Um, I can live off of reduced amounts of things, and that has much to do uh, with how I grew up. And I'm still, I promise, I'll I'll fold all of this up together and make it make sense. We're talking specifically about friendship. But the Lord began to deal with my heart about moving to Atlanta far before I physically packed my bags, my children, dismantled things that I was connected to. He began to tell me uh, that I was going to, to move to Atlanta. This was years ago when uh, Bishop Eddie Long uh, was teaching about kingdom principles between him and Miles Monroe, uh, my appetite, my palate for uh, a different understanding, my questions that I had of church and the why and uh, how do we have this powerful God and experience no power. Uh, my interest was piqued in uh, knowing more than, uh, quote unquote, the average cat the average Christian, the average uh, usher, the average choir member. I, I wasn't, um, in my mind, I wasn't satisfied with what I was seeing and experiencing. We're still uh, simply talking about friendship. And I remember in 2002, 2003, I was talking to Stephen Thorner, who's gone on to be with the Lord. And I said, you know, um, I was at the, the, the helm of uh, a divorce. I was divorcing Josiah's father, and um, yeah, I was in betwixt and in between. But I knew that I had to do something. I remember telling Steve, I said, "Pop, I think I got to move to Atlanta." And I, I was attending his church at that time. We were really good friends. Um, he was a great mentor, and he said, "You ain't going nowhere for at least a few more years." <laughs> he needed the help, uh, and. I was I was sure that I would have to go. I, I didn't know why Atlanta. I didn't know anybody there. I, I wasn't sure, but several years passed, and I remember going to uh, visit a couple of times. I went to go to a hair show. Uh, and mind you, I, I didn't know that I was going to uh, end a career in a cosmetological entrepreneur, honey, because I was more than a hairdresser. Uh, we're still talking about friendship. I went to this hair show and I stayed with my homegirl, Anisha. Uh, but before I stayed with my homegirl, Anisha, I spent a night at a hotel and I remember pulling my suitcase out of the trunk and it hitting the asphalt. And when it hit the asphalt, it was like it triggered something in the heavens, and the Holy Spirit said to me audibly, you are home. <laughs> I was like, I'm home. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I came to a hair show. Now, I knew that he had said years prior, we're still talking about friendship, I promise you. Uh, I knew years prior that he had told me that I would have to go uh, to Atlanta um, but I, I I didn't, I wasn't prepared. I had kind of forgotten to remember. And right before I go into the rest of this, because I want to put it all together, <clears throat> I want to talk about Jesus's friendship with the cross, his friendship with the cross. That's peculiar, huh? <laughs> As am I. I digress. And so when I heard him say, you are home, I, I 
immediately I stood in the parking lot and I began to weep because I knew that I heard uh, the voice of God very audibly. I knew that there was no avoidance to it. And I promise I'm going to give you guys probably several different scriptures because I wanted to make sense to you. Um, I, I knew that um, this was not what I had experienced before. There was a, a hunger that had began to build in me, a, a thirst that had began to grow in me, uh, a discomfort, a dissatisfaction with regular and basic and average. It was so intense that everybody uh, everywhere, I, I was looking for an answer from God. I was trying my hardest to figure out between studying um the uh what was it called fruit of islam to checking out the seven day adventist and what the process was with how they believed looking into um buddhism i i didn't i was like i something something has got to be better than <laughs> than than what i'm dealing with from sunday to sunday i'm still talking about friendship what i realized was I had began to embrace, um, I had began to uh, befriend the pain of my process. I'd started to engage the fact that I wouldn't be able to do everything um, that everybody else did. I, I, I realized that my life had been difficult intentionally. I, I realized that all the pieces were beginning to come together of the uh, being a pillar to post kid, being uh, the, the little girl that, number one, nobody really knew what to do with the Cinderella moments that I had in my life, the mistreatments, the uh, drop off and somebody say they're coming to pick you up and you just stand around in your coat. All those different moments, uh, the moments of, of molestation, I had started to um, grasp that all these things were par for my course and they had given me a form of a Teflon skin. Let me turn the kaleidoscope just a little bit so that uh, you can get a glimpse into the heart uh, and the mind, uh, I believe, of Jesus, uh, even in saying, ah, eventually, I'm going to have to leave here. He began to cultivate his relationship with the idea of the cross uh, before the cross ever came to be. Let me let you sit in that for a moment. Just for a moment. See, sometimes we have to imagine uh, the pain of our process in order to move to the next level. And I, I remember last night as I was writing, I was like, okay, Jesus, you know, do I could talk about me and my homegirls all day, every day. Um, I, I, I refuse, well, I can't say what I refuse to do, um, but I trust that you've given me the type of companionship um, that carries me into a better me, a different level of accountability. But can you imagine knowing that sooner or later in your journey, considering Jesus spent the first 30 years of his life learning and gleaning and 
uh, growing and understanding. I, in my sanctified imagination, this is not written. This is just me uh, idealizing the fact that even as a little boy, he knew he was born. Hallelujah. He was born to die as a, a teenager. He knew that eventually he had an anticipation of the reality that he would uh, be placed on a, a tree for humanity in his uh, early 20s. Ah, glory. While we were thinking about uh, marriages and weddings and having children and raising a family, all he could see in his mind's eye. Ah, glory to Jesus was his cross. I'm sure that there were moments similar to you and I when we have those difficult encounters with self-realization or coming into uh, the knowledge of who God says we are as it relates to identity. You have those moments where you begin to interrogate the crosses that you approach. For me, uh, my crosses were uh, allowing uh, Holy Spirit to uh, rearrange how I see a thing, gaining a kaleidoscope mentality, understanding, knowing that if you turn things a little to the left, it'll never go quite where it had been before. If you lean it to the right, I mean, surely you lost the old picture from uh, the last you. And if you uh, just take it and shake it up, everything begins to be broken up down inside of you. I could imagine that Jesus had conversations with the cross before he ever traveled Calvary. I could see him uh, with a wooden stick because he didn't have an Instagram or a Twitter. He did not have uh, any type of uh, social media. He couldn't do a TikTok and gather in his mind's eye what it would look like uh, to hang from a tree uh, full of innocence and couldn't imagine what the nails must have felt like, but I'm sure because he was all seeing and all knowing that he saw the nails that had been driven in his hands, the nails that had been driven in his feet. I can imagine that uh, there had to be something that happened inside of him that he had to cultivate a relationship with the cross. <laughs> I remember uh, the moments that God would meet me with the appointment of the reality of what I was experiencing. The discomfort of basic and average and regular and how many times I had been rejected and I did not understand and I kept being the square peg trying to fit in the round hole when all the time I was never designed to fit. I'm not the chick they invite. They don't extend the invitation to me because they are concerned with what I might say. Imagine Jesus <laughs> walking into the turn up. Uh-uh. Similar to when he cast the uh the demon out of the man in the graveyard and and eventually uh he cast the spirits out into the pigs and the people came saying, listen, honey, when are you leaving? How long are you going to be here? Get out. We sick of you. And yo, you messing with our money. You messing with our theology. You blowing our, uh, all of our legalism, our laws, our, our possibilities of the next come up because in the back of your mind, there is a 
cross. Cross that he would carry and cross that would riddle his back with splinters. I'm, I'm sure he tried to kind of figuratively imagine the idea of what it would look like when the weight of his body would rest against the nails in his hands and the nails in his feet. I'm sure he had to cultivate some type of a friendship with the cross because if it had been me, <laughs> oh, I could say a myriad of things right there in that space similar to how I felt when he told me I had to pack my bags up, close my salon down, walk away from $1.5 million worth of property, do everything that I tell you to do just like this. I could see Jesus in my sanctified imagination. Uh, sitting uh, Indian style in the middle of uh, the beach, staring off into the water, in the water, in the the shining and the brightness of the sun, who uh, was simply a reflection of he himself, him seeing himself on a hill uh, called Calvary. After walking through the Valley of Skulls, or what we call Gilgatha, I could see him toting that cross up that hill in his mind's eye, sitting on the beach Indian style with a little stick in his hands, trying to formulate a friendship with this cross because he knew he had to bear it. <laughs> I could see him in his mind's eye having to accept similar uh, to what it looked like when uh, I released everything in my house to, to go 3,000 miles away from everything familiar. And I'm not comparing myself to Jesus. Don't get it twisted. I'm talking about a friendship with a cross because we all bear one. Question is, what is yours? In my mind, uh, <laughs> there there are certain things I've still not been able to rationalize about the big, uh, the the grandiose, the the um, vast expression of God's love through my life. Uh, it's it's a lot to wrap my mind around. I'm still ah glory to Jesus, building a friendship with my crosses ah. I can see him as he sat there Indian style, perhaps on the beach. This is just me uh, helping you to contextualize the fact that sometimes the pain of our process has to become as close as a friend in order for us to embrace it because we understand that there's so much more to that process than our experience our exposure, our discomfort, our frustration. I remember being frustrated because I was afraid. I, I didn't know how to navigate uh, these friendships with this cross. I didn't know how to navigate what it looked like to live a sacrificial life. I didn't know what it looked like uh, if I didn't defend myself, I didn't know what it looked like. If God had anointed me to do specific things, I, I didn't really know how how the people will take you if you say the hard things, the things that everybody else is thinking, but they don't have the courage to say it. Imagine Jesus 
Imagine him knowing that he was simply born to die because he knew that there would be a world that needed a savior. He knew that there was a bride that needed a husband. He knew that there were many lost that needed to be found. He knew that there were things that would happen uh, that would be a complete testament to the fact that he was born to die. He had a friendship with his cross. Now I'm, I'm not. I'm not. This is not my opinion, y'all. This, this is this is not uh, something that I'm just suggesting. And even though I'm painting a picture, uh, even though I'm giving you a, a simple share, I, I really need you to understand there had to be moments of negotiation with this quote unquote friendship. There had to be times of opportunity where listen, I don't want to be your friend, Mr. Cross. <laughs> I'm cool. Just you know, give me a wife, some children. Right, give me a, a a nice little Bentley, <laughs> a range, maybe a twenty twenty four range or something like that. <laughs> right, give me give me a three story house with heck of windows, especially on the top floor, and some water behind it. Like, let me have Benicia, not Benicia, Benicia. Let me have Benicia and a a nice uh, veranda around the porches and a, a good little rocking chair, and give me one old good Bluetooth speaker some hard down jazz or some soaking music depends on where I'm at in that moment. <laughs> right? Give me give me what everybody else a uh, little heart desire, but no. <laughs> Instead, he had to build a friendship with a cross. Can you imagine living every single day of your life and, to, and is this it? Now, of course, he knew uh, how long he would live, and he knew how long uh, uh, the the date that he would die. I'm sure, but can you imagine um, completely relinquishing all fear, uh, releasing all anxiety, because you understood that you were the savior of the world, and you knew how much time you had. You knew that there was only a a short window for you to do what it is that you were designed and or created to do. You knew that there were certain things that had to happen in order for the manifestation of the truth of the power of even the seed he was to be planted in the earth to reproduce. All right, listen. Okay, let's let's go to, hold on, let me see what scripture I got up first, first. So I'm going to give you, um, and you can write these down because I want you to go back and visit the idea of the fact that Jesus's ministry is talked about in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, right? There there are constant um, repetitive suggestions of him saying, listen, uh, I, I'm here right now, but I'm going to die. And, you know, Peter rebuking him. This is me paraphrasing, but I'm going to give you these scriptures for your own reference. So you can look at Matthew 16. 21, and I'll, I'll go back and, and touch on some of them. There are several different references to um, even his actual uh, travel to Calvary's Hill, right? But I, I want to I kind of paint a picture of why I consider it a friendship with the cross. Uh, John 19, 16, uh, Luke 23, 26. But then there's a different instance in Hebrew 12 and 2. And I, I think I'll begin 
there as it relates to scripture reference. Um, when, when I think about uh, how selfless Jesus' life was on uh, all these different levels, when I think about the sacrificial life that he lived and, and how that never was his focus, him, never was his agenda or objective um, about him. It was always because he understood that there uh, was a process that he had to go through to save uh, nations. Get this. So um, we've heard this scripture and we will hear this scripture over and over again, uh, which simply says, hold on one second, two more than just one. Uh, Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, Hebrews 12, um, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which this does so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Now, this is just a reference to, this is before the suggestion of the friendship that he had cultivated with the cross. Looking unto Jesus, hallelujah, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God, right? So, uh, for consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself, lest ye be wearied and faint in your mind. Ye have not yet res resisted unto blood, striving against sin. So in other words, listen, he not only did his due diligence, he not only carried the cross, but he knew what would come from it. He knew that they would call him a liar and say he wasn't the savior. He knew um, that they would ridicule him even having been sinless. He knew the cost of his cross. The question uh, I would like to pose to you today is, have you identified your cross? Right. Do you know what that entails? Do you know what sacrifice it would require? Have you began to build a relationship with your cross? Are you guys friends yet? <laughs> I'm just getting to the to the place where I'm like, all right, okay, I know we go together. Okay, <laughs> I know I'm not escaping this part of this assignment. Um, I didn't I didn't know, uh, and I I did. As, look, as my, my, my baby used to say when he was little, I did, but I didn't mind, <laughs> right? I'm sure Jesus had to have had arguments as a young child, as a, a an adolescent or a teen. I'm, I'm sure in his humanity, even though he was fully uh, divine, I'm sure there had to be questions. It, can we do this some other kind of way? Is there another method? Is there another process? Is there another uh, option for us getting these people together, honey? Because cross, nails in my hands and feet, piercing my side, beat with a cat of nine tails, crown of thorns on my head. Is there possibly an additional way? Is there something the heck else that I can do? Because <laughs> this is dumb. <laughs> this is stupid. 
And this is going to be extremely painful. And the truth is, uh, until you develop a friendship, and even after, let me just keep it 100, um, there is pain in having a friendship with the cross. There he is. It's, it's, it's not comfortable. It, it doesn't feel good. It's not fun and it's not funny. You know, today I, I can laugh. I'm, I'm building relationship with my cross. I, I am. Um, there, there are things that have happened in my life that, um, if I had not resisted building this friendship with the cross, uh, I probably would be a lot further. Um, but the reality is nothing actually happens until it's time. You don't get to where God is taking you until uh, you are willing to go willingly, until you submit uh, and bow to the process. See, the difference between us and Jesus is he He didn't, even though he, he stated, uh, listen, is there an additional way we could, you know, <laughs> Can we do this some other kind of way, Pop? Talking to the Father, I'm, I'm sure there uh, were moments where uh, he, he probably had arguments in his mind, but uh, him shortly thereafter saying, nevertheless, listen, I digress, not my will, uh, but your will be done. There are times and seasons in our lives where we may ask God, listen, can can we do this some other kind of way? Is is there something else we could do, Jesus? Is there something else? Um, but until you get to a place where you are no longer um, arguing with the fact that your cross is uh, par for the course for your crown, until you build a friendship with the crosses in your life, with the things that God has called you to do, to say, to be, to experience. Um, it, it just, it makes for a much longer, more tedious journey. Um, there's a, a deeper understanding. There's a greater revelation connected to your, um, this is going to be painful but it is also extremely necessary. My prayer this morning is that um, chances are uh, every person under the sound of my voice, I don't care how old or how young you are, uh, you know what your cross is. We all do. You know that there are, and, and don't get me wrong, you, I'm sure there are people who will say, I, well, I don't know my purpose. Mm. There is an innate knowing um, that we all have. It's just something that happens down inside of us. And you may not know how to execute it, but you know remotely what it is. You know what you're supposed to do. I think we all do. But I think that the fear of the unknown um, causes us to um, shrink back to um, make ourselves little or less than uh, as it relates to what we are called to do. I think that we make a whole bunch 
of excuses because we don't want to be uncomfortable, because we don't want to be rejected, because we want to be accepted and embraced by everything and everybody. And can I tell y'all something? After a while, when you start to build the relationship with this cross, uh, with the things that God has called you to, with the, the favor that God has put on your life to execute a very specific thing, um, things start to fall off. Things start to fall off your mind. Things start to fall off your heart. The closer you get to the cross, the closer you get to um, not church. I'm not talking about religious rhetoric. I'm talking about relationship. I'm talking about developing a true uh, appreciation for a thing. I'm talking about close connectivity. I'm talking about being in relationship so much so that you could be in the middle of doing whatever it is that you want to do and you hear the voice of God and it intrudes upon your daily activities. I'm talking about uh, the kind of friendship. Uh, there, there are certain things that Tammy could call me and I could hear something in her voice. And I'm like, hey, what's, what's wrong? What's, what's going on? Sabrina could call me at any given moment um, or, or look away from me. I, I like it when she had her attitude get real bad, like when she's annoyed. <laughs> Cause she try to be mean and mad the whole time, and then so I'm a little special. So I'll be like, so how many how you gonna be mad for about an hour, or how long are you supposed to be mad? Cause I'm hungry. <laughs> and she, then she rolls her eyes at me really, really deeply. But then eventually, what she does is this: she'd be like, yeah, cause I'm hungry too, <laughs> right? There, there are things that happen when you start to really build relationship with people. You know them. <clears throat> right? You see them. There, there are times Dee Dee might be laughing and jumping up and down and cracking up, um, but I see that she about to snap out any given moment. She's going to just bust out and start crying. Right? You, if you say the right thing, it's kind of like poking a balloon with a stick pen. <laughs> right? There are things that happen when you start to develop a relationship with the cross that you are to carry. And the great thing is, even though people like to say Jesus dropped the cross, well, that's not scriptural, that's not biblical, and that's not written anywhere for me to actually document. Um, but what did happen is as um, in Luke, the 23rd chapter, around the 26th verse, um, when in, in Luke's account of Jesus traveling up uh, Gilgatha, it says that uh, a man named Simon was assigned to walk behind Jesus and help him to manage the weight of the cross. I, I need you to know when you start building a friendship, see, at this point, Jesus was in the thick of it. You know, he had accepted it. He had announced to the disciples three years prior to that he was, I'm going to have to die. So, and, and Peter had the nerve to say, man, watch out. You not do, don't say that. He was like, listen, Gone, devil. I'm telling you what's going to happen. It's it got to go like this. In order for me to do what I got to do, in order for many, 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 many lives to be saved, healed, delivered, set free, set apart, I got to die. And I need y'all to build a relationship with the cross like I built one. 
See, sometimes the people around you, they won't get what you are called to. They won't have the capacity or the ability to really understand how to navigate what it is that your cross is. But this is the part that I love. Jesus is so kind and so sweet and so thoughtful and so forward thinking that he will assign somebody. The father already has in mind what the weight of your cross looks like and they'll uh, assign a Simon to you. Right. And sometimes you don't even recognize your Simon. Sometimes you be in so much pain uh, that you don't see your Simon approach. My prayer for you in this season, as you build friendship with your cross, whatever that is, if, if you know without a shadow of a doubt uh, that you have an addiction, a struggle, a problem, a habit that is keeping you from effectively carrying your cross and building a friendship with your cross as you approach your destiny, my prayer is that God would assign people to your life to help you carry it. Hey, check this out. You, you can't just keep being high. It's cool. You know, I mean, you know, if you want to smoke, I get it. Uh, if you want to pop pills, I, I get it. But it's, it's keeping you uh, from getting to uh, the top of your hill. There are things that are in the way. Let me help you. Let me help take a load off. I know you're bloody and battered. I, I know you're tired and frustrated. But if you would just embrace the fact that this cross is going with you, child, you, you're going to go through whatever it is that you're going to go through in order to get to. There are things that you need to understand about how to navigate the cross. And we begin to thank God for our Simons. Uh, early on. We began to thank God for those that are assigned to help us stay in relationship with this cross, to help us continue to contend for the faith, knowing that the word says to work out our own soul salvation. This thing is a process, but until you develop a friendship with your cross, you're going to consistently resist it. Listen, I fooled around and then put on my work boots. I'm ready to get it. What are we doing with this cross? What are we doing with these skulls? What we doing with this hill? What we doing with this thief and this murderer on the left and on the right? Let's get them in. What we doing? Right? What we doing and how are we doing it? The goal is to gather the soul. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's all. Um, I'm done cringing when people call me pastor. I know what I do. I understand what I'm called to. I have not wanted to do it. I, I, I'm just telling you I wasn't friends with my cross. Get away, cross. <laughs> I don't like crosses anyway. In my mind, this is not the truth. I'm just being silly. Um, <clears throat> I said all of that to say this, guys. There's, there's a process that we all go through. Um, there is pain in this process as long as we resist uh, God's process to get to promise. Um, I think the greatest example Jesus could have ever set was to actually uh, build a friendship with the cross. He had to navigate something in his head that said, this is not my enemy, this is my destiny. This is necessary, it is mandatory, it is part of my course. And it will take me from generation to generation. It will have me 2,000 years later being the talk of the town. It will consistently remind people that there is 
a savior. And so uh, because he built a friendship with this cross, as heavy as it was, as painful as it was, prior to his hands being nailed to the cross, his feet being nailed to the cross before uh, they actually beat him all night long, he had in his mind his friend, the cross, that would carry us from generation to generation, from uh, continent to continent, from nation to nation, from government to government, even down to uh, to grab the keys out of the very pit of hell, there was a revival because he made friends with his cross. I, I thank God for the cross and uh, the, the Roman soldier who pierced him in his side and had a revelation of the fact that he and the cross were one, that they had done him a disservice. He had been anticipating and building friendship with this cross from the time he could reason. And he did all of that because he knew that uh, we would need a savior. He built that relationship because he understood that it was something that he had to do. So you and I would high glory have a right to the tree of life that you and I would have action at being able to approach the throne, the throne with authority uh, and have the unmitigated gall to be indignant about the fact that we all have a cross, that there's something that each of us is carrying, that we are still rejecting, that we are still reviling, that we are still refuting, that we are still arguing with because we haven't had the courage to build a relationship with our crosses. So listen, I pray I said something that made you hella uncomfortable. (laughs) I pray that I frustrated your basics this morning. I pray um, that that the words of my mouth um, made you begin to consider the things that you know you have to face in order to get to next. The entire world is waiting on you to become friends with your cross so that the manifestation of the truth of the power of God that is that which he speaks of that's greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world is uh, uh, waiting to be a testament like Hebrews, the 12th chapter declares, waiting to be a testimony of uh, God's grace and his mercy toward you that you would be able to operate in the fullness of joy that you are called to. It's a process, but my suggestion is that you uh, make friends with your cross so that we can experience everything that God promised you in its entirety with great fullness. I pray that I said something that encouraged you, that inspired you, that made you uncomfortable, but more than anything, that made you um, desire to become better equipped to complete that which you are called to in this hour, that you would begin to review the things that God brings up in your spirit, that he visits in your mind's eye, that you would be able to not just do it, but um, but move into a, a different place with regard to um, how much he loves you, for real, and how much he expects that you'll be able to do uh, what he what he sent you here to do. So that being said, it's a second greeting time. If there's anybody who called a little bit late and you didn't have an opportunity to say good morning, you can do so. Now we'll start with the men. 
If there are any new callers that have never had an opportunity to say good morning, we'll have you step in after that. And then thereafter, it's an Ali, Ali, oxen free. So if anybody, any of our men want to say good morning, you can do so now. All right. If not, if there's somebody that maybe you're not a new caller, maybe you just never said anything and you may want to do so now. Any uh, people that have never said good morning before and you'd like to? Amen. All right. Well, listen, we'll just do it to it. Anybody can say good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning. Pretty. <laughs> hey, pretty girl. Hey, girl. Hey, preparation. And yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hey. Good morning. Great decoration. Yes. Beautiful decoration. Amen. That's that's that cat girl. Hey, cat girl. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Good morning. Anybody? Good morning. It's um, Kashonda, and I am very annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right. irritated. I'm irritated. I like it when people be annoyed. That's fun. Very nice. Good morning, Amen. it's Sister Tracy. Thank you very much. <laughs> Y'all singing like Jacqueline this morning. <laughs> Good morning. Anybody else? Good morning, hey girl. Hey, hey girl. Hey. Uh oh, who breathing like Darth Vader? Why did I hear Juanita? Good morning. That's not the case. Hey. Like that. <laughs> hey, Juanita, girl. Good morning, Anybody Denise. else? Hey, Denise. Good morning. <laughs> Anybody else? Good morning. This is Lenore. Uh, thank you for your declaration, and I guess it's time to embrace my cross. <laughs> Don't sound so excited. <laughs> for, I guess, guess I'll go ahead and quit running from the cross. <laughs> I love it. Amen. Anybody else? Hi, this is um, Mona, Mona's daughter. Oh, hi, this is Moxie Mona's daughter. Um, I was just trying to find out what my cross is. No, I'm just playing, so, but that was good. That no. was good. No, you look, you 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 not. You just you just didn't know that that was your cross. We talk about it. Hi, babe. Okay. <laughs> good morning. Good morning. <laughs> good morning. 
Good morning, Good morning Mom. Good morning. Beautiful decoration. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Good morning. It's good to hear your voice. I'm glad you're feeling good. Oh, thank God. Thank God. Thank <laughs> you. And thank you, Ladybug. <laughs> you don't know half of what your prayers have done for me. <laughs> Amen. God be praised. Okay, we you love have... you. We love you. We you love too, Mom. Have a great one. <laughs> you too. Amen. Okay, who put who putting away dishes and pots and pans? Mute your phone now. Anybody else? Anybody? Anybody? Amen. Good morning, Mrs. Anybody? Mary. Thank you for that great declaration. Amen. Good morning, Mary. Thanks Good for morning. being here. We appreciate you. Anybody have any questions, comments, or commentary? <laughs> you 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 said that you know they talk about Jesus dropped the cross, but where was the cross when he was hanging there? So in spite of what I said, they you said people said that he dropped the cross. I said, but where was mm-hmm. the cross at the end? Um, where did mm-hmm. they find it at? He, he right. never, even if he did drop it, he still picked it up. I love the way. God's plan is always uh, to the end. Hi-de-ho. Yeah. Hi-de-ho. 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 Right. But in a good way, your um, declaration was so good this morning. It um, brought so much revelation. Um, I'm glad that I have a relationship with the cross. So, um, you know, when I don't want to receive stuff, that the Holy Spirit sends. And, and the Bible says, warning before destruction. I'm glad that, you know, the word tells us that he sends warning to take heed to have. Right. You don't have a relationship with the cross. You won't know what's to come. You right. won't know how to receive it. You'll reject it because self don't want to do nothing. That's what's right. But I thank mm-hmm. God for my relationship with the cross and, um, you know, to help me to be able to receive a little better, even when, you know, it's not what she'll want to do, but God knows what's best. So thank you again, sis, for your press. Thank you for your word this morning. Amen. It's it's a real thing, and um, I know that when you don't necessarily, quote, unquote, know what your cross is, the reality is we are all born and and have an innate um, idea or um, concept in our mind from, I mean, for me personally, I have been an entrepreneur since I was a little girl, right? Or in other words, I've been leading since I was a little girl. Now, I didn't necessarily know um, that that, leadership from from opening my first salon at at 20 years old to having my third salon by the time I was 25 and hiring people and teaching them how to market and 
pulling people in and training them. I did not realize that at the end of that part of the process was my cross, right? I didn't realize that that was training ground. I, I did not understand that standing behind that chair was um, the first stage I ever stood on. I didn't understand that when I would encourage the women that sat in my chair and that I could watch them um, grow in their self-esteem and in their person, and especially after I for real yielded my life to Christ and, and the center of my conversation began to be how to deploy kingdom structure, strength, and strategy when I didn't even really know that that's what I was doing. I, I didn't realize at the end of my cross when I named my salon, Salon Deliverance, <laughs> In 1996, I didn't know that I was called to deliverance ministry. I had, I didn't know, but it was all tied to my cross to now. I didn't know that, right? But if you start to look at the patterns of your life and you really start to do a simple um, reveal, it doesn't have to be hecka complicated. You don't have to overthink it. All of those things were working for me as a child. Right? The Lord taught me how to deal with rejection as a kid. Through abandonment, he taught me how to cling to him. Right? Right? Through exposure and all kinds of different type of relationship scenarios, he taught me how not to be judgmental. I don't got nowhere to put you, child. It's your life. Everybody has their process. But if you pay attention to especially the things that hurt the most, Right, so now when um, I've had, even in my adult life, I've had friendships end and I didn't know why. <laughs> right, because Jesus wouldn't let certain stuff get on me. But more than getting on me, he wouldn't let certain things get in me. Right, sometimes you'll be wondering why so-and-so just out of the blue start being, start stiff-arming you. Mm-hmm. Or something happened where you had to make a decision, right? That being said, anybody got any questions, comments, hey, commentary? If not, hey, hey what's up? Hey, hey. man, hey. you got me. Whew, thank you for this morning, sister, because my cross, pain, as painful as it's been for me, and I didn't know it was tied to grief. And so those who know me know, delivering a dead baby at 18 and not seeing the baby and holding it, so all that torment, but it was God preparing me for beauty for ashes, if it makes sense, so that it may seem to people that I'm obsessed with the death and grief. I'm not. I'm not. So even when you said this morning, I'm going to get you for that, too, because you know I'm hood. Don't be making people think I be crying, because I don't. I'm I'm tough. Don't be doing that. I don't. I laugh all the time, but you were so, you, you were spot on with that, but God has developed or developed my heart to be the way that it is. Because I love hard, but that grief, if if I wasn't careful, and I thank God for for Pastor Nut and teaching, I thank God for Declare Victory to help me to really balance it out. Because I should be in, in the nut house, literally, like you said, chewing cotton and seeing it on the corner. But God, because of my cross, I, I kick it with my cross because I understand it. I consider it so that I, it makes sense to me now why I didn't go to my aunt's funeral or to my brother's funeral. It, it makes sense. I'm not supposed to go to everything, just like I wasn't supposed to look or hold my baby. 
because it was for me to be strong today, to be there for other women who's gone, who's gone through that, and to be there when people, you know, when they grieve, when they lose a loved one, being with Valerie, when Malik passed away. So it's so much to this thing, sis, but I appreciate the way you broke it down this morning. Love you so much. Amen. Love you too, sis. Yep, love you too. Amen. Anybody else? I just wanted to add, um, first, I really, really, really love um, the declaration. One of the reasons why is um, uh, I love I love the 90s hip hop and my girl, Michelle, let's keep her in prayer. I don't know if she's on the call. We love our hip hop 90s. And I, I always I was thinking of the song things that make you go hmm when you were talking about <laughs> friends with the cross because I never thought of it like that. I love when I love when I get revelations like that so I can meditate and chew on that. Just making friends, having a relationship with the cross. So I just wanted to thank you for that message today and everyone have a blessed day today. Amen. Good stuff. Thank you for sharing, babe. Anybody else? Good morning. Good morning. Fantabulous. <laughs> Amazing. Uh great share this morning. Uh, um You home but you still gone. For a minute and then I'm leaving Friday night. Friday night. Oh. Friday mm-hmm. night. All right, very good. Yeah, so um you know, since this is about friendship, um and making friends with um, the cross. That's, that's such an interesting statement. Um, but we're told to, right, deny ourselves, pick up our cross, follow him. Nothing about mm-hmm. leaving that cross behind. So why not make friends with it if we got to carry it? I, I was thinking mm-hmm. about, you know, Simon Cyrene. Sometimes we need some friends along the way because the cross get real heavy. And so no different than you mentioned in Sabrina or Didi, and we got our front row. I think that's what Ravonda called it. But we know we call it our core. Jesus had his 12. He had many disciples, then he had his 12, then he had his three, right? We got people around us that sometimes that can help us along the road. I don't know nothing about dropping no cross. I hadn't heard it. But I do know that Simon's name is mentioned in the Bible. While he was going up the hill, you know, headed to the cross, and he knew exactly why. He didn't turn around. He didn't stop in motion. Even while he was bleeding, dehydrated, uh, near death, he was still headed forward in motion because he had uh, uh, something to complete, an assignment, a death, an appointment with death. And so as he was headed up that road, Simon and Sarie, whether he was appointed by the Roman soldiers or whatever, he helped him, a black man, carry that cross up this hill. And so sometimes we have people that will come alongside us no different than when Moses was up there, um, you know, declaring to the people and he had to have Aaron and whoever it was, her or somebody on the side of him holding up his arms. We need people to come alongside of us and help us sometimes just bear the weight of the cross because it can get heavy, right? It doesn't negate the fact that we got to get up on it ourselves and die to this flesh and crucify the stuff. But we do need each other as the body to come alongside and be helpers one to another and not continue, unfortunately, to do what it seems like we've been doing, which was add weight to each other's cross and then put nails in each other's cross. And we just got to be better as believers. Preach. 
Yeah, I think you guys do better. That just made me think about that. And you get the visual. Thank you for painting the picture. You know, you're going up this cross. It's a heavy thing. It's not light. Nevertheless, we're pretty much married to it. This this is for life, right. and it 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 brings right. forth eternal life, right? <laughs> yeah. Good good share, sis. Love you. Amen. I love you too. Love you too. Thank you for that insight. Very good. Anybody else? This is joyful. Thank you, Dion, for the declaration. I was um, sitting in the car with one of my grandsons, so I'm going to listen to it in full detail. But the last person who shared, um, the bearing the weight of the cross, that is, you know, this component of friendship or life that we have others that walk alongside us. And even in, I mean, Jesus just continually taught. Um, so I like that she pulled that out, that while it's ours to do, it's nobody else's to do, um, that cross won't be fulfilled unless you do it. But in your doing, um, if you get weak and you grow tired, he does allow others to come alongside us and to help us bear the way. So I'm thankful for that. Thank you for um, Thank you for your share. Amen. Amen. Good morning, Joyful. And thank you for your your input. I'm grateful for the folks that God has sent to help me carry this. Jesus, I don't, I don't even know what kind of weight this cross has, but I'm grateful. I'm super duper grateful. And hey, listen, listen to you say that. I did all that for myself. That's how I feel about you. Hey, Amen. good morning. You Good know, morning, darling. God be crazy. But when I see your declaration, you talking about ouch and all that, shaking my basic, honey, you did that. But when I tell you, when I picture the cross, it's so much I see. You know, it's just like I was just sitting here and my spirit was like, wow, you know, I see, you know, of course the weight and what I know what he did for me at the cross. You know what I'm saying? That he nailed that I'm, he's, I'm accountable to him at the cross. You know, I see my identity there. You know, I see that, um, you know, that a, the adoption being processed in it. It was just so much going through my spirit as you were just talking and even now thinking about bearing my cross. You know, seeing the hinders that, you know, of course, you know, when you spoke on the, the um, you know, the addictions and the whatnot or, you know, the things that could be the hindrance, you feel me, that, you know, how to deal with those things, all that, what you were saying, I saw the, I could see it. You know, I'm grateful, Holy Spirit, that he's showing me that too, you know, but just knowing that the cross is so much, you know, it's good to be friends, you're right, just never thought about it that way, you know, never saw it like that, mm-hmm. you know, so thank you so, so much for just saying it and just giving me that in my sanctified imagination to see it that way, that it's all there, you know, make friends, get get to know it all, it's all was done at the cross, he bared it all at the cross, you know. Yeah, no, it's 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 a real thing. I didn't see it like that either. I promise you, I didn't, I didn't get it. It didn't make sense to me either. It right. was, uh, it was absolutely not something that I would have just put together in my own head. <laughs> it had to be painted through the power of the Holy Ghost. So. Right, right. Of I course. get it. Thank you for painting mm-hmm. for us. Love you. Yeah, I, I love you too, babe. Go ahead. Go ahead, I was just thinking, so you know how I said I was going to meditate and chew on it. It's going to be something I will continue to chew on because it it made me go, hmm, I love that. Um, But I was just 
getting about even on the cross if you think about it when uh jesus was on the cross not only did like death come but forgiveness came he saved the man next to him i believe he um there were three of them right and he saved the next mm-hmm. the, he saved the man next to him so there's life there's death i'm just kind of again chewing and really appreciating your word today yeah it's good stuff Yes, good stuff. Go ahead. Good, good stuff. Uh oh. No, so it's Krishanda, Krishanda, and then Kat. Go ahead in that order. So the whole time people have been making commentary. First of all, I enjoyed your uh, declaration as always, even though you know it's uh, you know heavy, heavy good in a way. But I I just keep hearing um, what a friend we have in Jesus. Just the whole time, every time somebody made a comment. Oh, I'm sorry, baby. (laughs) Every single time somebody would open their mouth, that's all I kept hearing was, what a friend we have in Jesus, what a friend. Um, And for him to think about us before he even put us in the earth and put us in these vessels to carry Mm -hmm. out his work, um, to have a partnership with him, to carry the cross with him. What a friend we have in Jesus. I'm so, oh, let me just say, not only did I hear that, I'm so grateful for my friend, so grateful to learn more about this beautiful friend that we have and the friends that we're discovering on this call and in this world. But I'm mm-hmm. also super excited about the gala. Can I say I'm excited? <laughs> I'm excited. Me too. Guys. Good morning, everybody. Hey, man, Kat, go ahead. <laughs> what I was going to say, as you were uh, talking, I always, words that set, you know, that stick in my head, I write them down. It was release things and friendship with the cross and, and hunger and thirst and brace and friends, pain of the, you know, pain of my process to move to the next level, a better me, self-realization, and then mm-hmm. uh, uh, meet with the appointment in what I was experiencing. When we meet with the appointment, with the appointment we experienced, and I said, "What a friend we have in Jesus! God is with us, you know." And I just thank God for that because, you know, like you said, bearing the cross and I mean carrying the cross is is is, is a heavy weight, you know, and. Uh, you know, so cause don't want to. It was very be uncomfortable, so you don't, you don't, you know. So I just thank God that um, the friend that I have in Jesus, you know, that he he constantly um, um, helped me to get better understanding and encourage me through uh, declarations and you know just good inspirational talks um, like you did this morning, so but thank you. I, it was my thing was what a friend we have in Jesus. So when she said, I went, ah, <laughs> mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm, so grateful mm-hmm. uh, uh, the friendship that, and I'm just mm-hmm. asking the Lord to really help me. You know, it's not, it's, it's, it's you don't want to hurt people, but you you got to hurt people to carry your cross, you know, so can you, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. not a hurt in that way, but a, a hurt into life, you know, so mm-hmm, mine mm-hmm. is always uh, use my tongue, you know, and uh, a thing that I, I, I picked up on at an early age. So when you said mm-hmm. you know what your cross is, you know, you know how God has shown us what our, what our cross is. So I'm just 
prayer for strength and encouragement. I mean, you know, encouragement and be encouraged to do that, Amen. you know, to unmute that tongue to the truth and help people, you know, more, mm-hmm. you know, you know, so God be praised thanks for your declaration this morning, sis. I love it. Amen. Amen. Good stuff. I love it too. Amen. Anybody hey, else? Hey, go ahead. Jump in real quick. I just when when you and Mona were talking, uh oh, sorry. Um, when you and Mona were talking, you said it just don't make sense, and that made me think about Simon, who who was assigned to help him carry the cross. Can you imagine what he was thinking? Like they don't got me carrying this cross for Jesus. He ain't. What what was probably going through his mind to be assigned to help them carry out something so so crucial, so crude, so rude. Um, you know, we just, a lot of times we don't know the purpose, but um, I just thought about that. I think about, you know, what it what it was like for people to indulge because um, when you think about the end, and, and I, I thank Elder Jonathan for this, when you think about the how they were gambling for his clothes and how they pierced him inside, that re- resonated or re- it lingered on to even after, what did we do? You know, we were gambling, mm-hmm. and it, it was just, it was a lot. I, I think I, I'm probably thinking it's more revelation in my mind than I'm trying to explain, but just yielding to the purpose of it all, just, you know, doing what you need to do and knowing if it's not right not to do it, if you know it's for the good to do it. So it, it was probably, yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I get it. A hundred and ten percent, I get it. All of it, par for the course, no doubt. Amen. Anybody else? I just, this is one last thing. I was, um, something about what uh, Didi said, it's just staying on my heart. Um, And it's just interesting, you know, all of us, do have these crosses and I was just thinking about um you know when Didi was sharing her um what happened with her losing her child and I always want sometimes not always but many times when she's sharing that I'm reflected back to my mom who I'm help you know I, I'm helping to be a caregiver for she same thing happened to her there were supposed to be five of us children but she um had a lost baby and it was really hard it was really really difficult and the strength that comes, like she is a strong woman. Like I worry more, but she's pretty much she's she's very strong. And Didi, I see you that way too. And isn't it something we have to go through such hard hard things, the cross, to be a blessing, to lift others up sometimes, to be able to just say, I have really been there. It's something about when someone has really, really shared the similar experience that you have, whether it's me um, being you know, a primary caretaker and others, you know, Pamela Jordan, other people on the call who have really walked in and are walking in it. There's something different about when you're communing with those those individuals um, that kind of help lift you up. Everyone helps, everyone even who haven't, but there's just something powerful in that. And um, same thing with uh, what happened with you, Didi. So uh, I just, I just, I don't know if this makes any sense, but it's just more, Showing again, again about that cross. <laughs> there's so much at the cross. It's hard. It's heavy. Um, there's life. There's there's a lot in there. So, 
I hope I'm making sense. You always yeah. make sense. I don't even know why you say that anymore. Because I'd be <laughs> rambling, and I'm in my old head, and I'm like, did it come out the way I'm thinking? But yeah, yeah you did. You did great. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. Hey, hey, Grace. Good morning. Hi, it's Bree Bree. Hi, Bree Bree. Hey, I'm in my car, so I hope it's not too loud. But no, um, I, it's great, great declaration. I definitely enjoyed it. You know, I make my living asking questions. So while you were talking, I was asking myself, how do I know? Right? How do I know if I've made, if I become friends with my cross? And then my initial thought was, if you've made peace with it. And I promise mm-hmm. you, just as soon as I said that, Holy Spirit was like, uh-uh, uh-uh. It's not enough to make peace with it. Because making peace with it just means you cool that it's there. You got to embrace mm-hmm. that thing. Mm-hmm. And so that's literally what I've been thinking about is the crosses um, that I've embraced. Um, the ones that I never even want to think about again. You know how, like, we are so quick to, we, me, after we endure something, we survive it, we come out of it. First thing we want to scream is like, these Egyptians you see now will trouble you no more. You know, they're in the sea. You forget about it. But some of Mm -hmm. these crosses are not meant for me to forget about. And I thought thought about like the biggest cross, right? That cross now feeds me. I embrace it, but it literally has become provision for my family. And just thinking about even, you know, the sacrifices of friendship and, and with Jesus, it's not hard. But once we embrace it, come to mm-hmm. peace with it, it then becomes our blessing. And so I'm just mm-hmm. grateful for the crosses that have now become my blessing. So thank you for mm-hmm. that. You gave me a whole lot to think about. Mm-hmm. That's good stuff. In in real life, I know um, had I not embraced um, the pain of the things that um, I thought came to kill me, man, it is I don't I don't even have words for how grateful I am for the pain that I've experienced in my life. Um it it gave me for real a whole um Teflon coat. Like you, the whole world be falling apart and I'll be like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> and not that and I'm not numb, like I'm aware, I see it, I hear it, I you know, um, but I understand that there are certain things that have to come to pass in order for things to actually um, come in place, right? So I think the more more you get it, the more you give in to it, uh, the better off you are. But the moment that you start to embrace it, um, everything changes. Your perspective starts to change. Your expectations start to change. Um your frustration gets diminished. Like I don't, I don't really get frustrated. Um, I get disappointed sometimes because some of the measures that it takes in order to embrace your cross, um, you know, they hurt. But I acknowledge the pain of it, and then I just I move around. That's it. Thank you for sharing, Bree. Anybody else? Just another word that that comes. <laughs> this word. What? Heard this song this morning also. It's, it's freedom. Yes. Extra freedom. Freedom to the 10th power. <laughs> I don't even think that I knew how free, um, and I, I'm sure I have a long way to go yet, 
But this level of freedom that I get to walk in, um, and I don't really be tripping until other people ask me questions like, how did you get like that? (laughs) And I'd be like, like what? (laughs) What am I like? They'd be like, no, it's like this, like you free, like you don't be caring about nothing. Yeah, I, I, I really don't. Like I'm cool. I'm good with all of it. It's okay. Tell me that's fine. No problem. <laughs> Amen. Anybody else? And if not, we will hey, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. I got it. Hey. Can you hear me? I got it. I got to get in. I can. Oh, I'm, I'm sitting <laughs> in over here, and I'm just welling up. Um, because this is so good. You just woo made me think. Um. And I'm right now I'm sitting and thinking about somebody who hasn't gotten there yet, somebody who is um, in that early stage of the process where the pain is crippling, where that cross just feels like it's so much to bear that they want to quit. And if there is somebody here, that can relate to that, and they're in it now, I just want to encourage you, don't give up. Keep going. Keep calling back. I promise you, with everything I stand, it gets better. If you do the work, if you keep at it, mm. Woo, even on the days when you feel like you can just barely barely move, just keep keep going. Mm. And just getting to the point I feel like <laughs> I was sitting sitting like I feel like I graduated to another level. <laughs> Cause I can look back and I can see and I can remember what it felt like to be in that place and to be able to ooh freedom. Jesus glory. To be able to hear it, like you hear it and you can hear people and they're walking in their freedom and they've gone through the process and they've been bearing their cross and they're seeing the fruit of the work that they put in. And when you're not there yet, sometimes it can be hard, but just know you can get there. It can happen for you too. It's a real thing. Dion, as you were talking, you really made me think and I was thinking, okay, I get it. We got to bear our cross. But how? How do... How does one do that? And I just started looking around just a little bit, like, and this analogy you gave is just brilliant, becoming friends with your cross. And as we think of what does it mean to be a friend and how do I, how do I apply that to pain and suffering? But the idea that you can do that, that you can be a friend with this process that we have to go through and the grace of that God has on our lives to do it. It just, it it is something freeing about that. And just to be able to get to that point, I'm just grateful for you. Thank you. Cause you made me think and to really explore, okay, how am I doing this? I'm going to do this thing and to do it with a level of um, grace and surrender to the process and just becoming friends with that cross that, that's some good stuff right there. So thank you, sis, as always. <laughs> I don't have enough thank yous for you for just your yes and for just, you know, 
showing us what it looks like to, to walk it out loud and to, to be an example for others as we, you know, strive to bring somebody with us, bring somebody with us. So again, I say to that person who may be struggling with that cross, I pray that God will send you assignments or two or three or more um, to help you as you bear the load, but you can do it. You were built to do it because <laughs> he is on the inside of you, greater than anything that you will face on the outside. So be encouraged. I love you, Declare Victory family. That's all. <laughs> Sometimes I, I just, I get so full um, when I get to watch people walk out um, their process. And if you knew from whence Tasha came, uh, even just with regard to um, her silence in times past and to watch her not just outgrow it, but to uh, teach on the call and to open up and expound, it just tickles me. So I'll push mute so I can laugh heck of hard before I come back and give my commentary. <laughs> Um, because it's it's just it's an amazing thing to watch liberty happen. It's similar to how that Jesus walked out his life, um, becoming friends with his cross before the disciples, becoming friends with his cross even before the naysayers and the centurions and the uh, legalists and the Sadducees and the Pharisees. He contended for his faith before him to the degree that they had to watch him walk up a painful hill with what he had befriended in order to complete his assignment. Right. And so all our job is as we learn how to embrace the crosses um, that each of us have to carry individually and we allow people to see us carry the pain of our process and not become bitter and not be angry and not become unforgiving or hard-hearted or stiff-necked or rebellious or idolatrous or reprobate or all the things that could happen and do happen to people if the focus is not the cross, if the focus is not what Jesus did as he hung there, if the focus is not the fact that he endured the cross, that we would have action at a greater, deeper revelation and or understanding. When when you start to really put together the process in your head of what he did for us, it is obvious that he had embraced his cross because he lived it out in such a way that lets you know that not only can you do it, but you should. And when it does get heavy, if you never voice that he'll send you help, I mean, that you need help, he will send help, right? All you got to do is be willing to carry it. Some of us are sitting on the side of the road staring at our crosses. Staring at our crosses and not even recognizing that it's there in front of, front of us. That goes right back to me saying Matthew, the 13th chapter. If you read about it, it'll help give some clarity. Ask God to open the eyes of your understanding. Ask God to give you insight. 
and vision and clarity and understanding and wisdom in how to navigate. It's worth it. It's worth it at the end of the day. Anybody else before we wrap up? Amen. Um, That being said, listen, if you've not secured your space, again, um, I I just don't want everybody to be jumbled up into one spot, so um, the seating will end up closing if you are inviting um, people to join you in the journey. um, Make sure you get them the necessary information as uh, we are approaching uh, our our 30-day mark. Tomorrow means we're just 30 days away from um yeah so that being said listen i love you promise i do uh but god loves you the most i pray that you would go and grow in love don't forget we meet right back here at 5 p.m um as shell leads us just in corporate prayer or lisa or somebody lead us in corporate prayer and praise and um thank you for all of you that wished uh my personal miracle a uh, happy birthday on yesterday. I appreciate you, and he does as well. Uh, we love you, love you, love you. Um, thank you for walking out these last seven years with me. Is um, It's been an absolute pleasure, and I completely appreciate you. All right, guys, so if you are not fasting, we'll hear you tomorrow morning, 6 a.m., same bad station, same bad time. I love you, but I promise God loves you most. Have a great day, guys. Bye, guys. Be blessed, everyone. I love you. Bye, you guys. Love you guys. Have an extraordinary day. Have a great day. Declare victory. Have a great day, everyone. I did take that countdown. (laughs) 